Hey, I am Luis Moleto, and this is... Uh, still have problems with calling it a podcast, but it's a podcasting platform, so I'm going to call it a podcast. Uh, where I usually just go over my re- my weekly notes, how my week went. It's a way to uh, for me to check in every week. Um, my bullet points is where my time went, any notes that I capture... Um, any thoughts that I had that I want to revisit that I just kind of want to explore and kind of voice and talk out loud. Also, how I'm doing my physical health, emotional health, or that mental health, really some of the things that happen every week. Uh, spiritual health as well. Uh, my finances, um, if I'm achieving my goals, how am I getting close to those? Also, I check in what I read this week, anything that stuck out, any books that I'm reading. And what I'm listening to, maybe a lot of podcasts, uh, maybe not so much, um, audiobooks, and what I'm listening to on Spotify, which is my current player, and then upcoming, anything that might be coming in in the next couple of weeks. I try to keep these short, but uh, tend to be tangential. But um, So if you stay around, you're going to get to hear what happened to me this past week. Thanks for listening. Hey, today is November 13, 2022, and this is kind of in a way, sort of, how my last week went. Uh, as far as time, I only got to make it to yoga class twice. I was kind of a little bit under the weather, uh, and then my lower back was really bothering me for like, after Wednesday, because I made it out to my Wednesday class, but then I had I canceled Saturday in today's class because my back was just really bothering me. After Wednesdays, I just I need to take a lay down, and it's gotten better, but it's still something that I need to look out for, um, not to make it worse. <laughs> um, really, most a lot of time was just resting, um, just sitting down, uh, going to bed a little earlier kind of hanging around the house really that's that's mostly what it was this past week and then i have a little bit of a cough which might come up here a little bit during this recording but the the cough is getting a little bit better <clears throat> i still have to clear my throat i'm in the clear my throat and then phlegm comes out i'm taking something that is trying to helps breaking that out I think it's just, I had the, you know, it's the seasonal changes, the temperature drops, and swings, and all the above, rain, everything just kind of combined together, plus maybe lack of a little rest, um, and then just kind of, you know, usually happens. As soon as I start getting into, it's kind of warm, but it's not, and then I get like a, que- the first kind of cold breeze coming into my face, that's usually whenever. I start kind of going down the the path that I'm going to get sick. I try to prevent it, usually by having some warm drinks, oatmeal, teas, keeping my body warm, staying indoors. But, you know, it helped because I didn't get, like, flu sick. Like, I didn't get, like, aches and body pains and things like that. I just felt like I needed a rest. Like, I just needed to kind of take it down a notch because I felt good was coming. So I didn't get as low. But then the cough, kind of another one. Um, the cough is a way for me to 
if for it's getting it out right it's getting the phlegm out some of the sickness some of the extra mucus getting that out but <clears throat> last sunday i had a family dinner for my brother's birthday and then i had dashboard in the day which is a training provided by microsoft through their partners it was for power bi and that was on tuesday and then just my regular bi-weekly calls for work as far as attention uh reading four thousand weeks um and I'm slowly reading it and then also on my daily reads uh, that I do in the morning because right now I'm doing three things <laughs> uh, I'm doing the everyday poem I'm doing the travel uh the vagabond's way which is a travel inspired daily read uh by Rolf Potts and also the bible so I'm reading kind of it in the morning a little bit of a variety um the poems I think I it's until the earlier part of the next year. That's whenever I'm just I'm just going to start reading those and maybe just visit those ad hoc. And then I'll continue with other two in the morning um, until I finish the, the traveling one, which which were probably in October time. And then again, I'll just kind of visit those ad hoc unless needed to. As far as... Uh, listening uh podcasts jazzy vibes on the spotify and then chill mystic swale and then the podcast this week that it was pretty lengthy it was from the huberman huberman lab it was with dr lane newton i've listened to a podcast with him before i don't know if it was joe rogan when i was listening to joe rogan but maybe i don't think it was it might have been somebody else that i was listening to but anyways, um, at that moment, I I just kind of got a, I just he rubbed me the wrong way. Um, but then he's very knowledgeable, but he's also you know he's somebody that is in the industry, so there's a little bit of cockiness maybe lays in there that I picked up a little too heavily in that moment. But um, maybe I've just become a little more um, tolerant to it, or I just don't. I just don't care about it as much. I kind of been learned to move past that and really see with my knowledge away. And I'm glad I did. Uh, Podcast was three hours, which was quite a bit. Um, but he's knowledge about a lot about a lot of things. Um, I, he 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 reiterated a lot of things that I kind of already knew, and then some nuances on some of those things. Right? Um, that not there's no perfect diet. Right? Whatever works for you. That um, he's very much into, in the, and you know, kind of calories in, calories out, energy in, out, in, energy out. Um, not to stick it, he doesn't get stuck in calories, but he doesn't care too much on the macros. The macros is mostly what works for you, individual, and not so much as in the general idea is that you still have to have, this, you know, you, the energy you put out is the energy you have to consume in that deficit, right? Um, if you want to lose weight, that left that has to be a negative deficit. So, however you put your macros is different. The one thing that he still aligns up with some other things, some other other people is the protein intake. Right? They don't shy away with it. In fact, um, he's more in the one point six camp as far as like that is the that there's no benefit to going less than that. Um, and of course, he's very measured on the words he uses. But anyways, uh, 1.6 is quite a bit 
um, for me right now, based on the last weight that I read, that is around 160 grams of protein. If you look at four ounces of steak, uh, four ounces of animal proteins, that's usually 25 or so. So that that means that uh, it's like six eight ounces. That would be somewhere on fifty. So fifty or so. And then if I do that twice, like three times, and then I do a protein, I guess that that makes it up in that sense. So you need to have six eight ounces uh, of some kind of protein. If it's animal protein, six eight ounces. But if it's any kind of um, non-animal proteins. Um, those are a little bit trickier, but just that's what I'm trying to. Because I'm trying. Um, so I'm trying to do many things at once, as as I probably usually do. But um, I just don't. You know, the price of meat is it's going to keep coming up, right? It's going to keep going up. So I want to be able to leverage those those costs with some of the newer proteins that are cheaper. Um, but are still very, they're getting better, right? Soy is getting better as long as, you know, most people don't want you to have only soy all the time. And a lot of people go into, you want to have organic soy just because of how much, um, there's a lot of things out there with soy, but, um, they don't want you to have soy all the time, but there's other, um, sources of protein. I'm being open to those, but I, this is something that I've, been figuring out that i that i've been afraid of that i'm having too little protein because i'm just become pretty lazy especially now that i'm doing the intermittent fasting so and i call it intermittent fasting but in reality i just don't have dinner i just have anything to eat until 12 and i feel good about that but now i need to be able to compensate the protein intake but also that being calorie intake which sometimes i feel like i'm compensated with a lot of snacks a lot of like seeds nuts and things like that but it's not protein it's mostly just fats and carbs and i'm missing on the protein side of things but anywho and as far as uh watching um a little bit of everything more youtube this week probably because i was kind of feeling rusty and restful and and kind of lazy in a way that's uh, so why I, I watch a couple of things on youtube mostly catching up on what i had on my reel which was a couple of things that i was that, that were of interest so I was watching that. And then as far as my body goes, um, yes, just recuperating from the lower back pain. Um, just a little bit every day. Um, and I think it was, I feel like it was, um, it is on my mostly left side because that's the side that is still persistent. Like whenever I bend over and I, I put a little more strain on the left side, I can feel it more. So I'm, I, we did some hip dips on Monday. And I think that was it. I think that I, the way I was in the pose and I'm doing the exercise and the dips, that I must have done something um, that didn't serve serve me well, that I messed things up. And then by Wednesday, I just didn't realize that it was kind of sore and I just didn't go like extremely hard because the Wednesday class was a little more um, easier, but still... And then at that moment, I guess, with some of the bad back bends, that might have made it worse. So I just need to be mindful that whenever I'm getting into a pose, it's as important as being in the pose itself. So if something doesn't line up, um, and the issue is, at least with me, is as the, the tempo in the class picks up, 
um, and whenever you're trying to match your breathing in the movements, that's whenever I my my poses get a little sloppy, and I'm I'm sure I'm not the only person that does this because you're trying to catch up, you're trying to keep up with the class. Um, and this is why yoga is so tricky at times. This is why I need to be mindful that um, I just need to go at my own pace of breathing and and not let everybody else's. So, um, and then the little cough that was still kind of hanging around and it wasn't leaving yet, but it's the temperature swings. It was, it was just a big temperature swings. Like right now we're in the 50s, um, going back to the 30s tonight. And on, I think it was on Tuesday, I was in shorts with the windows open out on the house. It was 70 something. And then it rained and it was just kind of a little bit all over the place. That being said, there's some people that are in shorts right now, as you would expect. You know, it depends on what you do. Sometimes you just want to keep, you know, like if you are outdoors and you're active and you're running, yeah, you're going to get warmed up. So shorts are not going to affect you, but I'm in the house. The house is pretty cold because I don't have the heat on the ha- in the house uh, and I particularly don't have the heat on in the car. So I, I'm still kind of fairly cold, but once you get in the car, you get warmed up pretty wet, pretty good. Especially if you're in the sun. Um, and then, yeah, t- only two yoga classes. But I'm um, just trying to prevent any further <laughs> issues with my back. Uh, and the walks have taken a little bit of hiatus. Mostly because of the weather swings and not feeling 100%. And the travel a couple weeks ago. So hopefully I'll be able to put those back in the schedule. Um, this week, uh, depending on how things go... But um, it'll be good if I at least get one this week. As far as my mind, um, really just dealing with uh, getting sick, right? Um, but since I was reading, since I'm reading 4,000 weeks, um, it came to mind that I should frame it as this is the way that I'm facing my finitude. That doesn't matter what I do, something's going to catch up with me. Um, and... And as debilitating as that might sound from time to time, um, because it does sound that way, like I'm giving up. But in our reality, it's not giving up. It's more letting go. Um, which it, it might mean the same thing for a lot of people, but for me, it holds me different things. Letting go is something that doesn't... Giving up is... Um, You know what? I don't know how to frame it so that it sounds different. But, and I mean, you know what? Let's just, I've just given up. I just call it what it is. Let's not try to make it sound positive or any of that. I just need to give up some things. Um, I think so. Just, they're just going to have to be free to navigate however they, they go about. And I tried, and there's only so much that I can do to move forward without it become strenuous and become and it becomes limiting limiting so i i try to keep up with um the best that i know and with the tools that i have and the time that i have and the priority that i want to give it to to my health right i i don't eat out very much um this past week i ate out because i was kind of feeling like i didn't have much in the house i didn't want to cook any nothing that i had in the house was advertising um and I just kind of didn't want to 
stress about it anymore. And I felt like having um, Chinese food. So I went and bought um, some Chinese food. And and I'm glad I did because it was something warm. It's something flavorful. It wasn't bland. So it just kind of felt comforting at that moment. I felt I gave myself something that my body was needing, which was a warm meal. Um, that's what I was looking for. And there's there's some comfort to that, right? Um, that's why soups are comforting. That's why you have a warm cup of coffee. You know, there's just things like that. Not to make it like it's like a, a prize or anything, but sometimes it was something that I was giving my body as a way to energize itself. It was a warm meal, and um, but again, it, it's just facing how finite I can be in my own doings and my own planning. Um, you know, I'm really trying to put a lot of the the, the practices and I'll a lot as much from from the book into work. Um. There's just a couple, it's just mostly mental, really. It's how to frame things. There's no tools, there's no techniques. I mean, there is some t- tools and techniques and things like that, but it's mostly what I've seen so far. And I'm in chapter I'm in chapter 11, I think. Well, um, in the second section of the book. Um, and it's just one of those... It's mostly how I see things and interpret things, not so much as in, oh, now you need to start doing this from this point on. And this, it's just a lot of it is really letting go and quitting and giving up on what you're doing and what I'm doing on the planning. That's why I didn't do any quality planning this month. This, um, like, I might just not do that anymore because. It was just for me. So I was just trying to drive myself further because that's what I needed to... Like, that's what I felt like I needed to do. But right now, I just don't feel like... It was. It stopped surfacing me. It, just, it became sloppy. It became a roadblock. And, and that's what I'm trying to do a little more is just be, be careful with those things that I call productivity or that I... Th- think are helping me but they're actually roadblocks um and again how much what am i escaping with all this planning how much of am i escaping with all this planning because the planning as i discovered through the book is it's just a way for us to control something and also uh, to give us a sense of control right but it's also to trying to ignore something and not giving proper attention so that is what i'm trying to ask myself is what is in the search for these productivity tools and because i mean i I don't mind using the tools the tools are not the issue right because sometimes i just want to learn some oh that sounds cool i mean i would like to learn how to use that um and that is different from this is going to be the tool that is going to save everything that is going to be it it's like no i just want to learn how to use it so i'm trying to right now i'm using notion from my main note kind of whatever everything that notion wants to do um because i wanted to learn it it looked cool it was like oh this is so much easier to learn it and it just took away some things it made things simple i made things simpler 
um, which I was the only thing that I was looking for is like, I just don't have to go to all these other places. I just have one place to look at the information that I had. I'm not doing a lot of the tools that you can do with Notion, like a lot of databases and cross-linking and formatting. And it's like that, it, it looks amazing. But to me, that is way too much time spent on decorating the system and not so much as in using the system. So it's almost like if you have a gym at the house and you spend more time decorating the gym than actually using the gym. But you're telling yourself that you're doing yourself good because you're getting yourself ready for something that never comes. Well, I'm spending all this time, you know, setting up the system because, I mean, I'm going to use it at some point. I said, well, you never do because you're always kind of setting up the system. It's like you never use it. So, I don't know. Um, on the spiritual side, um, that that what I find hard to describe, you know, that's what came to mind for the spirit side of things. On the community side, I just had dinner with my family last weekend. Aside from that, it's been pretty, pretty lonely here. Well, lonely, I mean, I've been at the house, but it has been less lonely. It started to feel pretty lonely, um, mostly around the middle of the week, um, because I was, in order, like, the first, it was Sunday night, um, but it was a Thursday night, I believe. It was a Thursday night that I was really, it was pretty bad. Like, I felt pretty bad. Because on Sunday, Thursday, I I was like, I couldn't bend over. I couldn't, like, I couldn't bend over very much. And then the night, I had a pillow under my legs to kind of get, because that gave me a little bit of um, kind of comfort. And at that moment, I felt like, it's the moments that you, that you get the feeling like, I'm going to die alone. Like, if I die right now, nobody would know until, I don't know, noon next day. Or, you know, I wish that my wife was here, right? And then you start going down the path of, why did she leave me? And then there's something wrong with me, and nobody wants me. And and it started to feel like that. But then, as I felt a little better, I just kind of felt a little easier felt like I just needed to rest really like I all that was just me trying to control more of it me trying to escape the situation me trying not to face my finitude that at some point I'm going to die and I'm trying to reframe that as in not to go out what I was trying to do is go out and experience the world and everything else but in our reality because I'm never going to experience everything. Because the fact that we are not going to experience everything. Is what it gives values to everything. To the some things that we experience. Because if we were going to experience everything. We, we would never say. Oh this was so good. Because. You know. It, it just kind of. It all starts feeling the same. It's almost the same thing as like whenever you're like watching, I don't know what I can imagine TikTok because I don't use it, but 
that you're always scrolling to the next thing, the next thing, because it's infinite, right? Within a lifetime, that is, it is an infinite loop. Like if you can manage to be in TikTok 24-7, TikTok will keep giving you stuff. But it's, at some moment, it's, you kind of numb yourself. You lose your sensitivity of what it is to be alive. Alive being, you're alive because at some point you're going to be dead. <clears throat> In itself, you're alive because at some point you're going to be dead. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's, that's, I don't know if that makes more sense, but that's what I'm trying to look at. And as far as uh, money, I had a target run and then uh, replenished some body products. And then yesterday, for some reason, I just, because I got out of the house, I felt like spending some money. <laughs> so I, I didn't spend like a ton of money, but I got nervous because um, I bought some tennis shoes that I, I wanted to, um, my, I'm not very good about cleaning my shoes. So my white shoes weren't white much anymore. And I was looking for something different. I've had them for a while. been a long time. They've been great to me. And I just didn't want to go buy the same ones. Because it, it, they were more on the Chuck style. Um, and I wanted to go more on the... More like maybe a little retro, retro vibe. Which is kind of what's going on right now. So I wanted to have something a little more... On what's currently in uh, in style. Um, so I went with something Nike. And then... Which are a little more expensive, but I, you know, I can use them for quite a bit. And then I bought some clothing. I realized that whenever I looked in my closet, I was looking for the pants that I was wearing all the time, and that's when I knew I realized that I need to get rid of a ton of stuff in my closet. So I got rid of quite a bit uh, as soon as I came back. But I do buy, I did buy two new pants of the same style, um, one different color, and one same color of the pants that I'm wearing the most right now, and I'll. I just need something a little bit roomier on my thighs nowadays. Um, not something slimmer. Because I was, since I gained some weight, I was, uh, most of it has gone in my thighs. So, um, not as much in my waist. But, um, so I'm more like a, what you call athletic frame. And so I need more room. Um, and I was, I had a lot of things that were slim fit. Um, because they fit, and I'd never been in a slim fit before, so I bought a ton of stuff in that same fit. And they fit at that moment, but I didn't leave room for the ebbs and flows of my weight, you know, because I, I always wanted to be the same weight forever, but that's impossible. Because at some point, you know, you're going to go up, and then some come down, and, um, you know, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep it at that. And then uh, that was it. Uh and then the one thing that I have uh, to note below is I have to act based on how things are and not how I think wish them to be. And that comes to my finances, right? Right now, I'm taking care of a couple of things on to help out my wife. Um, even though we're not together, we're, we're separated. But um, um, I, do, I want her to be able to acknowledge that I'm doing that, right? Because you want the, I want the validation. And I want to know when this is going to be ending. Because I want it to end at some point. Um, so I need to... Instead of the I wish, I need to start dealing with what things are. Right now, I don't know when it's going to end. 
but I I just need to act based on that and not so much on this hope. Because as I learn, um, or as I start to frame it, um, hope is another, is fear disguised as something else. And it sounds like you know, sad and, and kind of like a, that I have no hope really, but in reality, the hope is, it's really, at times it comes out because you want something to be different from what it actually is. Because your hope is your wish that this situation is going to be different tomorrow. And that takes us away from seeing how things are today and for us to potentially make the change we need to for that tomorrow. But wishing and hoping, it's not, at least for me, it's not getting me anywhere faster. At times it turns out, it ends up being frustrating. And it's something that I tell myself now so that I can forget about it. So I don't have to worry about it. To frame everything that I'm doing in a positive light and not to deal with some fears. And, and that's maybe what it comes down to, right? That the time that I'm leaving room for by minimizing, by having less stuff, by simplifying finances, simplifying my life, is leaving room, not that I'm running from, but what I'm running to. And at that, at that time, you know, um, from time to time, I'm sure it's going to look like I'm running into fear. Because that is what is there. That is what I'm facing. I'm facing my fears. I'm facing the fears of coming to an empty home. I'm facing the fear of, you know, having a 9 to 5 and not having a side hustle. <laughs> or not having a ton of hobbies. Or having like a ton of friends. I'm facing those fears. But not in the way that that's going to be the end of it. I'm facing them so that I can understand how I truly feel about those things. So I don't keep telling myself maybe a, pot, a potential lie that I could be happier if I had more friends. But that in our reality is a, it might be a story that I'm telling myself because of what I've seen, because of what I'm hoping. But it's really, I won't know, I won't know that until the fear comes. So that might be it. That might be where I'm looking along my not known monotone, my wardrobe is pretty simple and 
sometimes I don't look like I'm enjoying myself, but um, I'm just trying to figure out really what I want. And that it, what I'm gaining and what I, that makes me accelerated and happy, that is something that is harder to. That it's not something that somebody can take away from me. That it becomes more something internal. Something that maybe people can understand why. And if people can't understand it, then nobody can take it away from you. <laughs>